Welcome back to Home Design Chat with Nancy, and I am your host, Nancy Hugo. If you're remodeling or building a new home, you don't want to miss these podcasts. Well, today is November 19th. Just a couple more days and you can get that turkey ready. Today, we have Lori Clark with us, and Lori has been with us before. She's with Sherwin-Williams. She's actually the Senior Designer Account Executive. Well, that's a real nice title, Lori. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, well, I can ask what you do. I know what you do, but basically, what do you do as the Senior Designer Account Executive? So my position with the company is to work with interior designers and make sure they have all of our color tools, our color information, and product information for working with their clients in specifying paint. And Sherwin-Williams is a national company, right? It's an international company, actually. Oh, excuse me. International. (laughs) So if they're in Italy or wherever... Or Maine or California, they can still get Sherwin-Williams. Absolutely. We have over 4,000, I don't know, maybe 5,000 stores nationwide in the U.S. Uh, But if you have a designer that is working here in the U.S. that is designing your home in Mexico or Canada or the United Arab Emirates or someplace, they can actually pick a standard Sherwin-Williams color and be able to get that there from our subsidiaries there. So. Nice yeah. to know. Nice to yeah, know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's just jump right into this. I know every year you do a presentation called Color Mix, and you did it this year. And I always have you on my podcast explaining what's going on this year with Sherwin Williams. And things haven't changed. You, yeah, there you go. Here we are right. again. <laughs> same old, same old, except the colors change. So you did the Color Mix presentation a month ago. And here we are. We're going to talk about what color mix is because there are people, I'm sure, who haven't listened or they don't know what color mix is or this is the first time they're listening to my podcast and they should know more about paint, especially since it's one of the most important items when you're trying to give your house a facelift or remodeling or building new. You cannot go without paint, right? Correct. Absolutely. You definitely (laughs) shouldn't. (laughs) Or you're going to have bare walls. Dry there walls. you go. There you go. So getting back to what is Color Mix? So Color Mix is our branded name for the forecast. And we call it Color Mix Forecast. And so we'll say like Color Mix Forecast 2023, Color Mix Forecast 2024. So it's just our branded name for what the forecasted colors are. And then every year we have kind of a different sub name. So for Color Mix Forecast 2023, we had it titled Terra, which means Earth, uh, our home. And then for 2024, it is the Color Mix Forecast 2024 Anthology. So we kind Kind of name it every year, make it kind of interesting and fun. So why would they pick anthology? So this year, they're just kind of, um, we find ourselves just in a cycle every year where we're doing like this 
storytelling and this trend telling. Um, and we really found that those cycles were uh, not necessarily year after year. So we wanted to just kind of get back to color. And that's what Anthology is doing for us this year. Uh, so every other year, we'll kind of go back to like, what are the influences? Who are the artists? Who are the designers? What's the fashion like? Things like that. And then Anthology, this one is volume one, where we just really talk about color, where color came from and where it's going. And so this year, that's what that's what we've done with it. And then next year, we'll kind of go back to artists, designers, things like that. And then the following year, if you know, if it's successful the way we've done it, it'll be anthology volume two. But that's looking into 26. So we don't have to jump that far ahead oh, yet. No, <laughs> I'm okay with just hanging into 2024 right now. Right. So so how does what you've done with anthology affect the homeowner when they're picking out colors? So from a baseline level, it's really getting a snapshot of the top trending whites, the top darks, the top blues and greens, and then all of those warm colors. And Anthology, really, they can kind of visualize those colors in their own space with new color and really just know it's on trend. And so it just becomes, again, about the color first. And that's kind of our exciting story to tell this year. You want to tell me the story? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, um, so first, like with anthology, it just really conveniently provides homeowners with curated palettes that they can use to bring trending colors into their interior spaces. And so the palette is just broken up into different color families. So in the past, again, those stories might have had each each palette might have had a blue and a red and a yellow and a pink and a white. And this year, we're actually breaking it up into the different color families. So I'll start with each of those. Okay. Um, and then we'll talk about like at the end where people can kind of go and see that on our website. But the first story is the convergence of blues and greens. And so we know these shades are really important for interiors because they create soothing nurturing environments, and they have a positive impact on well-being. And they're really tied to nature-inspired designs. You, know, you have those greens of the earth and the blues of the, the sea and the sky. And this recognizes the positive impact of incorporating and balancing just the serenity of nature into our interior spaces. So these hues, the blues and greens, were selected for their power to really just instill a sense of tranquility, promoting calmness, and a clear state of mind. So they visually, they're visually appealing and versatile, but they also promote that sense of well-being. So that is again the blues and the greens. So in the blues and green section, are the colors intense or are they all very light colors? They're like a full spectrum. They're a full spectrum of those blues and those blues with green undertones and greens and greens with blue undertones. So they might be kind of light, they might be a little darker. So just all of the blues and greens are encompassed yeah. in that. Well, because you know me, I talk in terms of kitchens and the blues and green kitchen cabinets seem to have really risen in popularity. Is that a coincidence? Um, maybe people... And I don't want to say they're tired of white because, oh, I do podcasts all the time saying, hey, people, white isn't going away. But I noticed that maybe it's their time of life, maybe with 
what's going on in the world. People want color in their life. And so they're choosing to have kitchen cabinets in blues and greens, not necessarily together. They're either blues or they're greens, right. a combination of maybe a gray perimeter cabinet with an island that's a color. But that seems to be this year the one of the most popular colors for cabinets. So there you go. Well, and I think it goes back, it goes back a few years. Like we had naval, like a navy blue as one of our color of the year. And that is really been very, very popular for many years. And so our color of the year, which we'll kind of talk about at the end, those colors of the year tend to become kind of those new neutrals, if you will. So that navy color is really more of a neutral. It's not really a blue. It's a neutral because it can go with so many things. And then oh, I agree. one year I are ever. What was that? I said, I totally agree. And yeah. I probably misspoke in saying that those colors are for 2024 because they have been popular the last one or two years. Absolutely. And then evergreen fog was another color of the year for us a couple years back. And that has um, a green, it's more of a green, but it definitely has that gray undertone. And again, that has really kind of stayed very popular and kind of that new neutral. So blues and greens, I, I think people just feel really comfortable with it. And so that's kind of why we put them together in that palette. Good. Okay. So the I next agree. one. Okay, good. Check. <laughs> so the next one we call the poetry of reds and purples. So the last several seasons of color mix, we've forecasted a general rise in elevated warmth in color preference. So this brings us to the punchy, vibrant reds and nourishing terracottas, which of course last year we our color of the year was kind of more of a terracotta, and then brown tones that are in this palette, kind of brown undertones for those. And purple is really finding prominence and becoming a much more mainstream color, or lilac. I know a lot of designers don't use the word purple, they use a lilac. Um, and this is just, again, it's really just finding some prominence there. And it's on the rise because of its ties to finding joy and just kind of bringing bright colors into the home. And the range of red to earthy brown tones in this palette is really expressive and energetic, but also supportive of mindfulness and slowness. So reds and purples, um, we again, we have those kind of pulled out separately where we kind of have the poetry of them together. Nice. Now, I like those colors. I can't see painting your cabinets those colors, but those would be great in another room as an accessory. Or, I hate to tell everybody, but I have an accent wall, which is actually an eggplant, which is in the purple family. And, right, I don't think that's ever going to go out of style. But let me say one thing, Lori, let me say one thing. When we talk trends, we're just giving people ideas. That doesn't mean you have to go out and follow Lori's suggestion for painting your cabinets or your walls or whatever. You have to pick what you like. If you don't think that your skin looks good in a room with reds, don't use it. You know, it's important Uh, that you look good in your room. That's absolutely. I remember once I read this one article from a designer who said you should try on your furnishings or your paint color the way you would try on clothes. (coughs) Excuse me. So, you know, if you are 
looking at a pink, but you tend to have a very yellow toned skin, that may not look good with you. So you might not feel comfortable in that space. So you're right. Like if you don't like it and it doesn't work for you, yeah, don't do not, it. If you're not comfortable with a color that they say is a trend, just walk away. Nobody's saying you have to do that. <laughs> Now, Just walk you, away from the trends. Right, right. Because you're the one who's going to live with it. I cannot live in a yellow room, but yet I have done yellow kitchens. I have used yellow, but for me, it doesn't work. So you right. have to, yes. And I always say not to worry about what your husband, you know, how he feels in the room. It's more the woman who is controlling the house colors. <laughs> a sexist, but, you know, you have to look good in your house. Absolutely. And, you know, the thing about trend colors is that, you know, if you are designing with the trends, and by the way, our trend palette has 48 colors. Other companies have just as many colors. There are so many trends out there. They all tend to kind of narrow down into a very similar kind of undertone and, uh-huh. and color story, but it's easier to design around that because you'll be able to find things. You'll be able to find, you know, artwork and fabrics and blankets and whatever, all of the like kitchen accessories are all going, you're going to be able to find those types of things when you're kind of designing with the trends. But again, yeah. There's so many colors available in a trend yeah. palette now. Everybody should be able to find something well, that they like. That's a good point. But I was doing somebody's remodeling of their bathroom and they said, well, we don't know what color to pick. I said, go to the linen department. That is the best way to pick your colors. Right. Then you know that those towels, those bath mats, they're available in those colors. Don't go right. picking something just to be different and then you can't find anything to match. But Right. And we've talked about it, I think, um, many, many years ago in the 80s, my parents designed their kitchen and they wanted navy blue. They were ahead of the curve and they just couldn't find anything because it wasn't a popular trend color then. Although they did get a KitchenAid mixer in navy blue, which I have now. That's like the best investment ever. It's like from 1982 and it still works on my in my kitchen. But um but they had a very difficult time designing the space because it was a color they liked, but it wasn't necessarily on trend at the time. Of course, this is back in the 80s when, you know, much narrower focus on color. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. But that also goes with fashion because I remember one year I was looking for a certain color shoe and I couldn't find it because that was not the in color. So the fashion right. industry goes along with, you know, the... Uh, colors that are in. But I want to talk real quick about Monogram because Monogram has great appliances and they also have smart appliances. So if you're looking for new appliances when you're remodeling or if some of your appliances have just pooped out and it's time to get some new ones, look into Monogram. They have appliances that are connected to their Smart HQ app, which is interesting because then They're upgrading the recipes and the ovens and everything goes through this app, but only if you want it to. So you can also get these appliances that are smart. And if you're not the type of person that wants to upload the app on your phone, you don't have to do it. But don't think that you're going to get the app without getting smart appliances because that doesn't work. But go into monogram.com. Their website is really interesting because they've got a lot of new things that they've uh they've uh, shown on their website, one of them being the gold appliances, like the bezels on the ovens or the uh, hood over your cooktop or the fronts of their um, their refrigerator freezer, the columns. 
And by the way, I don't want to bring up colors, but gold seems to be very popular in the kitchen industry. So check on that, monogram.com. Okay, where are we? We're past Love it. Okay, so we're purple and the reds. We're on to our third palette. So this is where we have our deeps and darks, and we call it a gathering of deeps and darks. And so these dark tones really become important because they can create a sanctuary. And this is always essential, but especially so amidst these challenging times that we've seen in the past few years. So there's some positive health effects of bringing a darker color into certain areas of the home by creating a sense of well-being within a space because it just encourages quiet contemplation and solace. So again, by creating an environment that's less visually stimulating, dark tones really allow you to turn your focus inward, promoting concentration, emotional comfort, and again, just like self-reflection. And so that might be that powder room or the bedroom or things like that. And Are you so, saying to think harder in your powder room? <laughs> well, it's just a kind of little cozy, right? I mean, sometimes people want to create just really a very dramatic moment in there. But mm -hmm. if you think of like a library or a den or a bedroom, these colors are really perfect for it because it really, they really just do kind of encompass you in that space and make you feel a little bit more supported. So um, these are just some really, really gorgeous colors because you asked a little bit about where you're going into the darkers with those blues and greens. And this is where you'll see those really darker darker toned colors does white and black uh get included in that area no that's a different palette but black is in this one our tricorn black which of course is one of our most favorite blacks but you'll see things like antiquarian brown which is kind of like a really really darker brown a peppercorn which is a really deep gray black and gale force which is that like navy blue these really really darker colors and raisin which is kind of like it like it's a black but it's got a burgundy undertone to it so again really really, really darker toned colors. And these also look good on cabinetries as well, like you were talking about. Oh, I noticed so. black cabinetry is all over the internet. Mm -hmm. Seems to be the in thing. But be careful, yes. people. I have seen kitchens on Pinterest with black walls and black cabinets. Uh, not a proponent of that. Okay, let's, before, <laughs> before I get too much into my opinion, let's go on. So our final palette is going to be a steady and delicate tints. So these are those lights and whites that you want to talk about. And this is helps us get, uh, get a close look at the back to basics, uh, start fresh color group. And it's really just experiencing a transition from starker, crisper whites into, again, these more warmer and soulful representations. And the tones in this palette have always offered simplicity, versatility, and adaptability in interiors. And they serve really just as a clean, neutral backdrop, but we're also seeing how whites and trends contribute to just a therapeutic sense of harmony within a home. So you can kind of 
go from room to room with these colors that really just kind of bring you kind of through not only enhances the visual appeal of a space but again it kind of promotes a circadian rhythm so you're kind of out in the space it's light it's white you know it's time to kind of be awake and kind of gives you those energy levels um so yeah so lights and whites and delicate tints is the fourth palette and uh that's where you'll see all of those all of those colors to work from and we have them in you know, some of our really popular colors like Snowbound and Heron Plume, but then you see colors like Sand Dollar, which has like that pinky undertone, Silver Strand, which has a little bit more of a greener undertone, light French gray, things like that. So you, even though it's white and light, you can actually pick something that has that undertone that kind of meets the needs of what your space is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, color of the year. I know there's many of them, but yes. this is the prominent one. So our color of the year is upward. And this is actually a very kind of like light blue. It's got a little bit of a gray to it, but more of like a grayish sky blue. And interestingly enough, you know, every year, everybody kind of comes out with their color of the year, just like Sherwin-Williams does. And many years were all very different. Every, you know, it could be blue, it could be green, it could be pink, whatever it is. We're all very different. And it's okay because there's billions of people and thousands of colors. And so, you know, that color is going to kind of meet whatever anybody needs. But this year I've noticed a lot of color of the years in this blue family. So um, it really, I think, kind of speaks to the fact that we're all kind of really right on cue. Uh, And then with this color, there are so many different colors that you can get with it. So you could do Snowbound, which is our white, right? You could take that kind of really light pastel-y blue and put it with the white. You could use Gale Force, which is a navy blue, which obviously goes really well with it. We've also paired it with Palm Leaf, which is kind of a khaki green, and it goes beautifully with it. And then the Antiquarian Brown, which of course is that goldish brown, looks beautiful with it. And then of course, always tricorn black, which, so, so when we look at a color of the year, we look at how versatile is it? What other colors can it go with? And can it be that new neutral that we talked about earlier, that navy, that evergreen fog, things like that. And so I don't know if upward will be a new neutral, but I think it does have the possibility because it does like everybody seems to really like it. Yeah. And it works. It sounds like it would work in any room. It's not. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You could either do do a lot of it. You could do a little of it. So that's kind of what we do with the color of the year. Where are we really seeing these colors kind of come out all over the place? Mm -hmm. And then, of course, we have our color of the month palettes throughout the year. So there's 12 colors throughout the year. Those are all pulled and color of the year is all pulled from that color mix forecast palette. So really, like when you see it and you can go to our color mix website, can I give that? Yeah. Okay, swcolorforecast.com. So swcolorforecast.com will take you directly to our color forecast site. And it shows you all of these and you can order samples of the different colors. Um, Obviously, we have our main website, sherwinwilliams.com. That's like our international site. So sometimes it's a little hard to maneuver. So that swcolorforecast.com takes you straight to where all those colors are and what those trends are. 
Good to know, especially if people like to follow trends. But I do want to talk about Studio 41. They're trend-setting because they have a great selection of everything. Plumbing and kitchen fixtures. They are a Kohler showroom, but they have a lot of different manufacturers' products there. They also sell cabinetry. And like I've said before, they have a showroom in Scottsdale, which is my go-to source. But they also have 11 in Illinois. But if you're not in Illinois and you're not in Scottsdale, you can go onto their website, shopstudio41.com. And that's the number 41, shopstudio41.com. So if you're interested in remodeling, if you want to do your kitchen or your bath, uh, you want to go in there, look at their products, and also look at their great selection of cabinet hardware, which is the greatest I've ever seen. I've never seen this many cabinet handles as well as your door interior and exterior handles. They got it all. So go to shopstudio41.com. Well, I think we covered the colors. You know, when you said you have a color of the month, I thought, well, what if somebody says, I mean, if they're they're trend following and they go, oh, I missed February. So can I look in March and then still use the February colors? <laughs> Don't worry about it, people, because you pick the colors. You're going to live with it. These are Absolutely. just suggestions. Um, yeah, I mean, and and the trends... They're fun. They're fun to look at. They're fun to read kind of the, the ideas behind it, why they came to that. But really, you got to live with what you love. You know, you really have to live with what you love. And so, you know, if it doesn't speak to you, even if it's on trend, if it doesn't look good when you look in the mirror, even if it's on trend, go with what you love. Yeah, and a lot of people think that whatever's on Pinterest is the end all and be all. But these are just ideas. These are other people's Absolutely. ideas. You got to figure out what you like. And I know there are people who go, "Okay, I want my kitchen to look like this," but that's not being original. So you right. have to you have to do what you know what fits into your lifestyle, right? Absolutely. And sometimes, you know, I would say sometimes people like to buy the mannequin. So maybe they look at a picture and they want that. And when they work with someone who's a professional, they can help kind of, you know, tweak it to what works for them. But, you know, some people walk into the department store and they're like, I like the sweater. I like the blouse. I like the belt. I like the pants. I like the shoes. That's what I want, you know? Yeah, but and you so, don't look like the mannequin. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Lisa, you have to tweak it a little for what works best for you. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's funny. Um, have we covered everything? Have we totally confused people? I hope not. I hope we've explained, you know, what they should do. They should look at the colors. Um, and a lot of times, let's just mention real quick that you might like a color. And then when you put it on your wall, maybe depending on the lighting and the exposure, whether it's north, south, east, or west, your colors are going to be different. So you have to try the color on a wall. Don't just get your painter and say, this is the color I want throughout. And I've heard this happen a lot where after it's all done, they go, you know, I don't like this color. There are so many ways to try the color. I mean, on our website, you could do an electronic, you know, where you take a picture of the take a picture of your space and kind of color it in your app. Um, you can get the, you can order our chip samples and you can also get the peel and stick samples. The peel and stick are going to be for like our top 400 colors, but 
like that's most of the colors that people are picking, you know, so you can do a peel and stick and put it on your wall and live with it, live with it at night, live with it at the day, see what it looks like when you're having coffee in the morning. And when you're eating dinner at night, like, how does that look with the lighting that you have in there? I have a client client who did that and she got probably 10 colors. And when you put it on the wall behind a piece of furniture, you can actually see how that furniture is going to work with that color. And that goes in every room, whether it's a bathroom or a kitchen. Great idea. Well, and I always think, look at the chips, then do the peel and stick. And then when you get down to it, you can get a sample quart. You can buy a sample quart at any of our stores and put that up on the wall to really make sure. I'm not one of these people that needs like eight different chip samples on the wall. I think that's confusing for people, but I think you narrow it down and then you kind of put that sample quart, you paint it on the wall and that's really going to be your final decision. You're like, you know what? I'm pretty sure I like this. Let me just put it up there and make sure. Yeah. Um, and then it's you hard can to see pick a everything. color from a little chip. So, oh yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Don't be embarrassed if you can't figure out what color by those little chips, you've got to get those uh, either color samples, um, peel and stick or buy the court and try it. Hey, Lori, yeah. this has been fun yeah. as we usually have fun doing this. Um, paint is such a, an important part of, like I said, the remodeling uh, scenario. So I enjoyed this. Hope everybody understands what anthology is, what color mix is, and go check out Sherwin-Williams. Thanks again, Lori. Thank you, Nancy. Hope everybody enjoyed today's show. I hope you got an, an idea of colors and paint from it. And I hope you subscribe on the platform that you're using to listen to these podcasts. Because if you do subscribe, that kind of helps me know how many people are listening. But also, when I do publish a new podcast, which is every week, by the way, then it pops up in your in your app. It's either on your iPhone or it's in your Android subscribe to it. Just look it up. Home Design Chat with Nancy. Hit subscribe and then you'll have them all. And don't forget to share these with your friends, especially if you have friends that have no clue about designing or colors or anything else that goes with this. So share them with your friends. And if you want to learn more about me, you can go to my website, nancyhugo.com. And if you have any questions for me or for Lori, you can email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. Lori, thanks again, and have a great day. Bye now.